the Guys From Podcast, just two guys answering the internet's questions. I'm Sean Cordingly. And I'm David R. Smith, and it's everybody's favorite time of year, Oscar time! This is the time of year where Sean does a bunch of prep work for this podcast, and Davey does none. Yep. So we'll see how my shots in the dark do. In other words, we're going to talk about the Oscars and then predict them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We do it every year. Third straight year? This is the third annual prediction Ooh. show. Yeah. Wow. It's like the biggest tradition we here at the guys from have. This and the year in review. Yep. And I suppose the forthcoming and, football preview. Yep. There's a few staples, but you know. Yeah. This one uh, this one kind of started off all these traditions. Yes, it definitely did because I like them. Well, we as far as awards go, I mean, we've talked about it in previous podcasts, some of the lost episodes, where I don't care for award shows per se, Yeah, but there's something to be said about the Oscars. Yep, exactly. It's the Super Bowl for people who don't care about football. Almost, yeah. Essentially. Like, I mean, people, I mean, I guess I'm just equating it in the way that people will have Super Bowl parties and you get together with a bunch of people yep. and there's food and everybody has a good time and watches the Super Bowl. People do the exact same thing for the Oscars. Yeah. They get dressed up, they have really good food, and they sit there and they do their Oscar pools. And It's, it's the fil- It's the film geek Super Bowl. Totally. It is. Yeah, so... No, you're not that far off. Yeah. It just doesn't involve any sports, unless there's a sports movie, which... I don't... Scan, quick scan, quick scan. I don't think there was one really this, year. this year. No, there's no Blind Side or Jerry Maguire or... No. Anything to that effect. Yeah, I yeah. don't think so. <clears throat> anyway. Um, yeah, so I... I think I work Sunday evening or Sunday afternoon slash evening, so there's a chance that I might miss them, but I'll also just probably end up PBRing them so I can fast forward through all the stuff I don't really care about. Yeah, and the commercials. And the commercials. And Who's hosting this year? Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, I feel like that'll be good. I feel like it will be. He was really good at the Emmys. He did the Emmys last summer. Okay. And it was quite good. Yeah. So. Well, he's just got, he's got that dry sense of humor, but... It's also not offensive sense humor. I mean, it can be, but... It, it can be, but he's able to do both. He knows... He's also charming. He really is. I think he knows that there's a time and a place. Yeah, he picks his moments well. I'm really disappointed that Matt Damon isn't nominated this year for a Best Actor Award. <laughs> Just because I feel like that would be the perfect platform for that feud to keep going. That quote-unquote feud to it keep going. Be. It would he showed up at the Emmys for no reason. So he may just do something with Kimmel in one of the interstitials. It could very well be, which could be really fun. I think it was it was after Jimmy lost the Best Variety Show Emmy to John Oliver, sure. I'm pretty sure. How could you not? How, I mean, it's John Oliver, man. Like So Matt Damon came out like eating an apple just to mock him on stage. <laughs> But yeah, it was fun. Yeah. So I feel like there's that ability, they have that ability to do that. But yes, he is very charming. It's a tough room, though. And about halfway through, everyone who's ever hosted talks about it. About halfway through, half of the audience, over half of the audience, because a lot of the earlier awards have bigger groups of people. Sure. So they've already lost. Mm-hmm. So they don't want to be there for another two hours. <laughs> so they don't want to watch another song. <laughs> Which makes sense. I mean, it's. At the beginning, everybody's really optimistic. Yeah. And then it just slowly starts to drag out. So, you know, get all your really good jokes in at the beginning. If you can do one or two here and there, great. Yeah. But John Stewart, I always bring it up totally. for the Oscar thing, but John Stewart's tribute to periscopes and binoculars, <laughs> one of my favorite moments of Oscar history. Yeah. Yeah, he did a very good job of keeping... 
I think towards the end, like at the beginning, you can you can drag out your jokes. Whereas if you're gonna make jokes later on, you have to. It's got to be quick, quick and like just. Here's a joke, and we keep going. Here's a joke, and we keep going. Yeah, I think that's the way to do it. Not having ever hosted an Oscars, but having presented awards and hosted award shows in and about Calgary within the drama department and, yeah, and exactly. stuff like that. Like you just, it's. <laughs> am I no way comparing the Ickies to the Oscars? <laughs> but. I mean, even I've been to the Bettys, the the professional theater awards in Calgary, and it's yeah. the you know it's the same thing. There's, there's just there's that point in the evening where yeah. it just switches to okay, more people want to be out of here than want to be here well, at this point. It just drags on in general. It can, yeah. I mean, you need to have somebody who can keep it going, and sure, there's going to be times where you don't play playoff music. Yeah, but there's also times where you know for best. Sound editing. Nobody there's re- three of them? Four of them? Yeah, there's five in each of those, but there's one that... Oh, yeah, best... No, I meant people. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Four. Yeah, exactly. That. So you don't need three or four different people thanking everybody. It's just like, have one person... Sure, you've won an Oscar, and that's incredible. That is a feat that I will likely never achieve. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I'm never going to, but... Chances are pretty slim. I will never have a gold Oscar statue in my hands. At this point, yep. Unless you foster some young child into making a documentary. And then you just get her to promise you, if you ever win an Oscar, give it to me. That's fair. That way the guy at the cabinet store isn't laughing at you anymore. <laughs> this is a very deep pull of a, for a Simpsons reference. <laughs> wow. I was just going to say, then I'll have to go get some more Oscar polish, but... That also works. Yeah. Uh, regardless... There's a pretty good chance I will never win one. Yeah. So. It, it's their moment. Yeah. Take it. Exactly. Take your moment. And sure, if if I won an Oscar for best sound editing with you and Derek and, and Dean. That'd sure. That'd be the weirdest sound editing team ever. But yeah. uh, if they're the people that we've talked about more most often on the podcast. Exactly. So say the four of us win an Oscar. It would make the most amount of sense that probably you would do the talking for us. And it would suck for me to be like... Which is so weird, because in the podcast, you're the one who talks the most. That's By true. far. But at the same time, I'm the one who's super comfortable in front of people. Yeah. In comparison. Yeah, and really, it's just... it. You're kind of the... And I do the speech... Raphael of the group. I speech a lot. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I delivered speeches. I host stuff too. Yeah. I mean, our friend TJ, when he got married... Made me the MC and the best man because he said if anybody's going to feel most comfortable in front of a microphone and just talk forever, it'll be Dave, which is not untrue. Yep. But at the same time, you're kind of the rep. You've started blank. Like if the guys from blank won an Oscar, sure, it would make the most sense because you're the kind of representative. You're the creator and everything. Sure. It would suck that I wouldn't get a chance to be like. I mean, I might do the guy, the thing like all those other guys would be like, "Thanks, mom," or whatever. Yeah, like lean, lean into in the and, microphone and say one thing. Yeah, yeah, I would probably do that, but. You don't need everybody being like, okay, well, now it's my turn. I'm going to throw my speech and, yeah, okay, oh, got to put my glasses on and figure this out. And it's just unbearable. Yeah. So. But I get it because it's your stage and you want to thank the people who got you there. Totally. And that's entirely fair. Yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's a tough thing, but, you know, there's 24 categories. Yep. And it's not like the Golden Globes where they just do a bunch beforehand. Is it the Golden Globes? There's there's one... The Tonys do. The Tonys do. The Tonys keep going through commercial breaks as well for watching it on television. They're like, oh, by the way, 
this is the best book. And they're like, oh, "Oh, cool. Okay. Here's the highlight from that speech. It's like, great. Thanks for that. That's that's the way to do it. Oh, I think the Grammys. Grammys does it too. The Grammys does it too. And I think that was one, a friend of mine on Facebook I think I can't remember who won the best country album, and and uh, a Facebook friend was all indignant because they didn't even play that one. Like, like okay, whatever. Yeah. Now the Golden Globes does all of them, but it's only because the Golden Globes are specifically it's the cat the big categories. It's here's screenplay, here's yeah. song, here's actor, here's TV, here's movies. Yeah. So it's just they're all kind of there. Sure, but I guess yeah, with this one because there's so many. Here's best visual effects. Like, yeah. That's awesome. Cool. I'm glad you won an Oscar for it. And they still, and like, they'll even go through it. Here's the other, the, the technical Oscars that we also had, because they have a whole yeah. other award ceremony beforehand, right? Yeah, it already happened. Yeah. It would have happened this past weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah. The technical awards. Yeah. So they film that and be like, here's some highlights from that. I don't care. And but, I'm a technical guy. Yeah. But. But that's a nice way to do those, so that way they still get a brief moment. Yeah. And here's the lifetime achievement. Here's the guy that invented Panaflex. Here's so sure. there, here's all that stuff. But it's not a six hour Oscars broadcast yeah. because that would be the worst. Oh god. I'm uh, expecting three to three and a half. Yeah. And that's fine. That's kind of par for the course. If they cut the commercials down, it wouldn't be that long. Yeah. I don't need to see L'Oreal commercials every five minutes. One, this is the issue. The only time I really like commercials during football is when they're Super Bowl commercials. Yeah. Other other than that, I find it infuriating how it's like kickoff commercial, three and out commercial. Yeah. Kickoff commercial. Like it's just there's there's commercials all the time. I had one game I was watching this year. I don't remember Mm -hmm. who was playing, but I turned it on. I think it was a Thursday nighter, which is why I – because I usually watch football Sunday night or Sunday days. Sure, yeah. Anyway, so it was a Thursday game. I turned it on. I got there. It was I got there, one play, two minute warning commercials, came back field goal commercials, <gasps> came back kickoff commercials, Commercial. came back knee <laughs> left. I'm like there was almost two minutes left. But they ran one play, a draw to run the clock, and then they're just like, we're good. And that was it. That yeah. was all the football I watched that day because that was embarrassing. Yeah, and so that's a that's a lot of commercials. And even in the Super Bowl, that'd be a little bit much. But at least you're getting good commercials. People aren't paying millions of dollars to have their commercials on during the Oscars. Sure, you're getting good exposure, and you're probably paying a premium to get them in there. But yeah. it's not a million dollars. The commercials, they're not making commercials specifically for the Oscars. No, they're not. They're just going through their... It's a good time to put in movie trailers, though. Sure. So we might get a few okay. snappy trailers. Yeah, which that means would be that nice. next week, maybe. We might have some trailers to talk sure. about. Sure. Yeah. So if that's the case, fine. But there's still... like It's going to can... be L'Oreal and, uh, I don't know, Sunkissed. And sure. the same... <laughs> Cap it. Commercials that we see every five minutes every other time. Because I'm pretty sure... That it's going to be Canadian commercials, which means here's a CTV ad for a show they're stealing from CBS yep. and pretending that is theirs. Yep. Okay, great. I guess I'll see this for the next three hours, and it'll be the same show mm-hmm. probably every third break. A year ago, it would have been This Is Us. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It sure was. Blind Spot, I think, was two years before. Okay, yeah, yeah. So all these shows that... Totally, because it looks like, oh, this is a CTV show. It's like... No, no it, it's it's CBS or NBC or... Yeah, pick an American network. That's what they're doing. They're stealing it. <clears throat> Not stealing it, but... They're but they're making it... The way that they're 
advertising it makes it look like it's their own. Watch this on CTV, or I could watch it on Fox. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I really don't think that Mandy Moore is doing a Canadian TV show. No. So, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, they could do (laughs) two categories back to back, and then we just burn right through it. Yeah. But they're not gonna. Well, they do. Sometimes, yeah. Categories back to back. Yeah. Just not always. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know who's getting Lifetime Achievement Award this year? Do we find out? Oh, I should have looked that up. I will. Okay. Because I, like... That's usually one that you know beforehand, right? Like, it's yeah, not like, it is. okay, here's the secret, and now it's Jeremy Irons, which would be <laughs> amazing. He's got the coolest voice. I want to see him accept an award just so I can hear him give a speech because I think it'd be great. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I wanted the Grammys. Thanks, <laughs> Google. Lifetime Achievement Award in the Grammys goes to Muttlang. <laughs> Uh, it was Shirley Caesar, Ahmed Jamal, Charlie Pride, Jimmy Rogers, Nina Simone, which, yay, Sly Stone, and Velvet Underground, apparently. What was? The Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award recipient. Oh, this year? That's what this said. Oh, nifty. Okay. Nina Simone makes sense. Yeah. Actually, Sly Stone Sly makes Stone sense. Sly Stone does. Velvet does it... Underground, yeah, sure. Yeah, of course. Those, those make sense. Why not? But, uh, yeah. I don't really... Was Kenny Rogers in there? Is that what you said? Uh, no. It doesn't matter. Somebody else. Some country guy. I thought you were reading off like the best country album. and was like, oh, you looked it up for me. That's fantastic. <laughs> no, I don't care. I didn't think so. Jackie Chan? Is that this year? What? Really? That one's... That's going to be an amazing thank you speech. Or the Lifetime Achievement Award Lifetime speech? Achievement Award. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. The, the Board of Governors Award. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's Jackie Chan is getting it this year. And there's a few others who will get technical lifetime achievements sure. and that sort of thing. But, but I he's think the, the one who one, gets to do the speech. The one we'll see will probably be Jackie Chan. And I that's hope he does awesome. backflips and stuff. I don't know if he still can. Oh, yeah, he's getting up there, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Either way, that's going to be cool. Like and That's a great lifetime achievement award. Because really he has is. made a lot of great films. But none of them particularly Oscar worthy, right? No. Like, I don't know that some of the... Rush Hour is not going to win an Oscar. Certainly not. But... Shanghai Noon no, will not win an Oscar. But they're enjoyable movies. The guy's 62. I don't I don't think he's going to be able to do a lot of backflips anymore. I mean... Plus, that stage is slippery looking. That's true. And he'll be in a tux. I mean, the guy did unreal stunts in tuxes before, but... Yeah. This is not the time and place. Can we talk about that, though? About how there's still not a stuntman, like, a, a category oh, for best... Sure. I know, that was... I just kind of realized, like... <laughs> Sorry, that was yes. a weird segue, but why? I was it, secretly hoping we were going to talk about how slippery that floor looks for a few minutes. But. I mean, we can. There was <laughs> yes, there was once a designer here in Calgary on a fairly prominent stage. I'm taking a victory juju. <laughs> <clears throat> Who? I mean, if you want me to segue, I will segue. Uh, he he designed a, a show at, on a fairly prominent stage here in Calgary, Mm -hmm. and spent $10,000 on Lexan to put on the floor. That seems silly. Especially because they cut it and just threw it away. Yeah. $10,000 on a floor that is no longer needed. Like, that... Why? Because people are dumb. Okay. 
<clears throat> so I, I think people were actors were walking across the stage and it got really slippery. Like, oh, we have to cut this and change it to something new. Really, you big dummy. Anyway, sorry. That's that's my little segue. Yes, it does but, look like a very. But slippery did it floor. look glossy and awesome? Probably. So I didn't see it. Oh, yes, it was cut. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but those that stage it looks slick. It really does. And maybe that's just painted gloss or something. But it's it might be pretty pretty shiny. Yeah. So anyway. Um, the other segue was the stuntman category. Yeah. It seems weird that, I mean, is there one that we just don't see, or is there not a category for stunt people? Because they're so integral. I don't, I don't think there is one at the technical awards. I think there should be one at the regular Oscars. Then it's also 25. That's a good number. That's a good number. Yeah. Especially like, as more and more films get more and more stunt heavy, and a lot of the work is really taxing and sure great people so why not and there's argument it's the academy the academy doesn't change or they do it's just painfully slowly sure so they'll get there it's just why it hasn't happened yet but that's because parts of the academy don't want to include it because they don't know how to do the credit for it you have to remember that the academy spent 10 years figuring out how to credit costumers so there's a best costume now. Yeah. Yeah. There was a... It, I'm talking. I'm not talking recent. I'm talking No, history, I know, but, but I'm just looking like... Best costume design. That's pretty simple. You would think. To Oh, to add? Yeah. Yeah, but you have to clear through the guilds. They have to have guild representation. You have to have a definitive set who will vote on it because there is no set stuntman in the <coughs> academy at the moment. Right. So you have to figure out which just voting block will deep. do it. Right, but that's only one vote. <laughs> so Super Dave picks who wins the best stunt person. First. The best stunt effects, or I don't know. That's I the do thing. Get it. Do you go best stunt person? Do you go best stunt effects? Do, is it all one category? A stunt coordinator? Sure. Right? I understand that there are... That, that or is it, is it not... best stunts? And then it just goes to the full team who worked on the film. Sure. But that can change because stunt people come in and out. Maybe your stunt court Stunt coordinators usually stay yeah. locked in. But so maybe you have best best stunts or best stunt coordinator and or you have best stunts and the stunt coordinator is the person who picks up the yeah. picks up the award. They're the Sean of the award. And they accept it and then yeah. thank all of the stunt people who worked on it or whatever yeah, and they exactly. share it. Yeah. Okay. You know, you get I get the, the the Oscar for two weeks and then you get it for two weeks and then it just goes through everybody. Yeah. And then, a la Flying Hellfish style, the last person alive gets to keep it forever. <laughs> a top teen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is a great solution. But yeah, maybe it is as simple as best stunts, but mm. it it's going to be a process for the Academy that. to figure out. And stunt people have to fight for it, because the Academy's not going to change. I don't know if that was intentional. But. It was. <laughs> <laughs> no, and that's the thing, like... I just know there is a dialogue happening, and I appreciate that it is happening. It just... Yeah, it should. It needs to keep happening, otherwise it's going to fall through the cracks. Yep. So, uh, that said, going back to Jackie Chan... Okay. The guy did... That is where this started, yeah, right? Did an incredible amount of his own stunts and yep. some phenomenal work. And, yes, none of his stuff was gonna was ever Oscar-worthy, 
But it was they were cool movies, and I mean, he did a lot in China before he oh, yeah. came here, and then he did a lot of stuff here. Like he just he for 10, 15 years in the nineties and early two thousands, he was an like, integral part of entertaining movies. Oh, great! A Jackie Chan movie is coming. I look forward to seeing that. Yeah, I I'm sure I said that more than once. <laughs> <laughs> I liked Shanghai Noon. Yeah. I thought it was fun. Him and Owen Wilson playing off each other. I know how you feel about Chris Tucker. Yeah. But but the first rush hour is fine. Sure, yeah. So it's just, there are good, he made good movies. Yes, he did. So yeah, I think this is the perfect time to honor him. Because yep. I don't think he's doing much anymore, is he? Like Yeah, he still is. Is he? I know I when I looked him up on IMDb, just to see how old he was, there was a picture of him, well, not him, there was a picture of a, of a, like a jujitsu Lego person, so clearly he's playing some sort of martial art guru in a Lego movie of some sort. Yeah, well, Ninjago, Lego okay. Ninjago is coming, oh, I believe, as okay. well. So maybe he's doing that. Cool. Be doing voice work. Yeah. I think he is still doing bits and pieces and working in China because mm-hmm. there's a lot to do in China too. Well, so. and, I mean, I'm sure he can teach people how to do other. You know, this is how you do martial arts for film. Yep. I feel like there's a definitely a, a, a place for that. Yeah. Usually they're called stunt coordinators. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it back. Yep. I like it. So maybe Jackie Chan will win an award. This is how they're starting it. <laughs> I will donate this Oscar back for the first ever stunt one. Fireworks. <laughs> and he does a triple backflip off the stage and runs away. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Mm-hmm. I'd watch that. Totally. That would be gift forever. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be one of those ones where there's some gifts that Sean and I just send back and forth yep. every now and then. And oh, I found a new one I'm going to send you someday. Oh, good. But yeah, that would be one where it's just like Jackie Chan backflipping off the stage and running off. It would just show up on my phone every now and then and be like, yep. perfect. Like Tobias sobbing in the shower exactly. from Arrested Development. Yeah. Yeah. There's... All kinds of Simpsons ones and, yep. you know, just the way it goes. We shouldn't get bogged down into that. No. <laughs> um, there's a, I'm trying to figure out the most delicate, politically correct way to say this. It's not that just That diversity a, problem they seem to have been trying to solve this year, huh? Yeah. Now, I'm, I think it's great. And, and from what I understand, not having seen any of the movies... <laughs> okay. From what I understand, very deserving. Oh, yeah. Now, Moonlight's brilliant. Okay. So it's not reactionary from the last couple of years where people were talking about Oscars so white, or is it a little bit of both? Is it that there have been some incredible performances, but yes. also... But also... Okay. Yes. But I don't think there's... There were more possibilities this year. Oscars so white, hashtag Oscars so white, yeah. from, say, last year... People were throwing out, like, oh, this should have been nominated, or this. Michael B. Jordan from Creed. From Creed. And it's like, okay, sh- I could see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely there's a nomination there. But I can also see all of the nominations that happened here. So, mm, whereas this time, I, Denzel for Fences? Yeah. Obviously. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, Mahershala Ali for Moonlight? Definitely. Viola Davis for Fences? Yes. There were a lot more movies that made sense yeah for the way the oscars pick who is nominated for oscars this year than in the past few years and that's kind of what i figured so it's not like i'm just 
I'm glad to hear it because I'm all about diversity. I appreciate that. And we are both white males. Yep. So we don't understand no. racism. So Not really, no. No. So I can't, I can't understand what it's like not to see my people of my ethnicity represented because... Yeah, Italians and Irish in film. What? Yeah, exactly. So it's hard for me to un- comprehend that, but I'm glad that, that this has been dealt with temporarily. I mean, yeah. who knows what the next couple of years, you know, is it this happens and then next year there's nothing again and so then this the, the cycle starts all over again? I hope not, mm-hmm. but part of it is systemic more than the Academy because yeah. not enough minority filmmakers are given the chance to make films. Mm-hmm. And that's more the problem. Sure. And hopefully Oscars So White did drive some money and some people in positions of power to just be like, okay, yeah, this is... 10% of the population here is not being represented. Yeah. 15% of the population here is not being represented. 30% is, like, there's a lot that mm-hmm. can be done still. But totally. This is a step. All things being equal, which is the way it should be, but we yeah. know it's not, it's nice to see. Totally. Yeah. Do you have anything else to, to contribute? Every year we talk about the Oscars. and Yeah. Every year we try and fill in a little bit before we start talking about it. We've done a pretty good job of that. Yeah. How many... Well, we'll get... I have a few things, but I think I'll save it till after. Okay. Because I think they'll fit better there. After the commercial, you mean? After we do after all the award stuff. Okay, cool. I just have a couple of things to mention there. Okay, no. All right, well then, our second half, considering how often I talked about L'Oreal, is going to be brought to you by Glycine, makers of the new Tuccino Lotion. This body lotion contains 11 natural oils and essential clays to both hydrate and tighten your skin, all with the reassuring and homey texture of fluid bacon. Experience the natural, bacony sense of moisturization and beauty that only Tuccino Lotion can provide. By Glycine. And we're back. And before we jump right into the predictions, which we should do soon because there's 24 24. categories, we are going to flag, as per usual, Sean did all the research and I did none of the research. Right. It literally took me more time to format my picks or like format the categories on my Word document than it did to pick them. Whereas I looked up the Costume Guild Awards to see what happened there. Yeah. Yes. So there's the difference. So... But still... Take these with a grain of salt. Don't bet based on Sean or Dave. If you're picking one, take Dave. Sean, but... But maybe fade Dave on shorts. <laughs> Somehow I just have a feeling on those. Yeah. Although this is the year I'm going to get shut out because of that. Everybody's like, and well, I'll get all of them. Dave killed it on the shorts last year, so uh, this is the year I go all for in categories. <laughs> I better not. I've got a couple that I feel are locks, but yeah. you know. There are a few locks, yeah. as far as my research is concerned. Yeah. Yeah. Although, apparently, as far as Sean's research is concerned, uh, my best asterisk... Best asterisk? Yes. My best <laughs> astri- actress uh, has the lowest odds in Vegas, so yeah. I'm feeling real good about that. But you never know. Totally. That's what's so fun yeah, about the Oscars. Exactly. And making Oscar pools. If it wasn't for Oscar pools, I don't know that Oscars would be as fun. No. I like knowing what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this one. I'll watch it. It's the reason I probably saw Spotlight last year. It was 
oh, cool, this one best picture. Sure. I should see it. I did. It was brilliant. Yeah. All right, so that preamble aside, yep. let's blast through these. Okay. It seems like, as far as I'm concerned, because so many of them are close, yeah. there's going to be some variation. Sure. I feel. Yeah. However, we'll see how much... I want, I'm curious as to how much crossover there is. Yeah. I just, I'm, I'm wondering, based on the research and blind guessing. <laughs> <laughs> so... Dave, yes. your favorite category, mm-hmm. best sound mixing. Uh, Arrival? Okay, sure. I went with the musical because there's a musical and La La Land. Yeah, well. I don't think... I don't want... Get used to me saying that. I know. I have a lot of La La Land. I have some La La Land. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to write down, not that it matters to me, but okay. Sean picked that one. Okay. <laughs> sure. Yep. I'm leaving this with you so that you can do the, this is how we did, but yep. I just want to see where you ended up too. So. Sure. Okay. Any more thoughts on sound mixing? You really like the sound mixing in Arrival? Yeah. It was good. Great. It was good sound mixing. Yeah. Sure. I haven't seen it, so. <laughs> That's so Basically, you're, Dave's giving me a hand motion that means move on to sound <laughs> editing. So we'll move on to sound editing. Hacksaw Ridge? I also went Hacksaw Ridge. War movies, man. That's kind of what I figured. Sound editing is a little different. Plus, La La Land is a little bit reserved when it comes to the sound. It's very one note. Not one note. It's one... It's subdued. It's sure. mellow. It's one take. That sort of feel. Hacksaw Ridge, you've got explosions and machine guns and, and bombs yeah. falling. And, like, it's... There's a lot more to it. So, and I just... That's kind of what I figured. It's like, that makes the most amount of sense yeah. for editing. But... I could see La La Land winning this one, too. Sure. But I do think Hacksaw Ridge has a good shot at upsetting La La Land. Okay. Maybe. Cool. If it's an upset. (laughs) I'm not sure. Yeah. All right, let's get into your categories. Best documentary short. Documentary short. Joe's Violin. I also took Joe's Violin. Oh, my God. (laughs) Three of the five are about Syria. So I'm wondering about vote splitting. And we had this conversation last year at the Oscars, I think, for costumes where one woman had two and they're both brilliant, but then Mad Max came up middle to win. Sure. Yeah. I wonder if the three, and I can't remember which of the three were uh, White Helmets and uh, Watani, I think. Okay. Three of them are about Syria. Sure. So I wonder if the one, which I've actually seen, doesn't pull it off it's okay. about a an elderly holocaust survivor who passes on a musical legacy to a young girl through his violin essentially and that's what joe's violin is about. okay interesting super so yeah i i like the pick it's wide open though because it's documentary totally. short yeah so if, so either so one of us because did you go over last year yes in the in the shorts, I went over in the shorts. So one yep. of us is gonna change. Yep. Wow. Well, I could still go over in the shorts. You could still go over. Yes. Potentially. Yep. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Live action short. Live action short. It's right there. Uh, Enemies interiors. Me too. Oh man. <laughs> Look at your guessing go. I know. Literally, this was all based on names. I was just like, that's a cool name. It is a cool name. I've been hearing really good things about Time Code as well. Okay, that was actually my second pick. So I could see one of the two, which usually means something random wins, like Sing. Sing. Yeah. Yeah. 
But no, I just I thought Animus Interiors looked really good. Okay. So that is also what I went with. Nifty. We're kind of flying through these, but we don't have a lot to say about live action shorts. No. I try and see them all, but I usually don't get to till well after the Oscars. Mm-hmm. So best animated short. Borrowed time. Okay, I put Piper. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. One of us is changing. So either I'm going three fur and you're almost there, or we're, well, we could both. Go we could over. easily go over. Yeah. Uh, Piper is by Pixar. Ah, damn it. Uh, I am also partially cheering for uh, Blind Vaisha. Okay. Because it is Canadian. Oh. I believe it is from the NFB. Oh, nice. They do good stuff. They do very good stuff. So I'd be okay with that. But Piper, as far as I'm concerned, I've seen it. Okay. It's one of Pixar's best shorts in quite a while. Damn it. I feel like this could break it. See, this is why research is good. Because had I known that that was Pixar, I would have been like, well, yeah. Yeah. That one. That's fair. But but still, maybe they don't win. They haven't won a short in a long time. Yeah. I mean, there's there are other things out there. So Yep. Who's to say? This is all just a crapshoot. Where are we going now, Sean? Best animated feature. Best Oh, uh Moana. Oh, okay. It was between that or Zootopia. I want Zootopia. Yeah. Uh I think Kubo and the Two Strings has a chance as well. Does it? It's stop motion. Oh. It's really cool. That's very cool. And there's the the Red Turtle, that movie that I talked about yeah. in the movie preview, our 2017 movie preview plug. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because rem- that looked familiar. It's like, oh, man, that one looks... That's the one that's hand-drawn, right? Yeah, that and it seems like it's a silent film, essentially, about the process of life, and it's all gorgeous-looking, and yeah. It looks really cool. So, I mean... I've only seen Zootopia, but the Red Turtle looks cool. And Moana, it's just... It's Moana. Yeah. It's Moana. I, it's hard to dis- dispute... Disney? Disney. Yeah. Except so. with Pixar. <laughs> right? <laughs> Until Pixar starts consistently losing, I will continue to fade Pixar on all animated features. I couldn't remember which one was Disney and which one was Pixar, and that's why I... and it, So I was like... I was trying to, I was like, okay, one of them's Disney, one of them Pixar. I'm literally, these were all hunches. Like, I have a hunch that it's this one. Yeah. And no, so. that's fair. I went Moana, but. I could see Moana doing quite well. Yeah. It's a good film. It's fun. Hmm. Okay. Best cinematography. Cinematography is. La La Land. Me too. Yeah. Some of these made, made sense. Yeah. Look at the trailer it's for La La Land beautiful. and tell me that's not going to have a good shot at best cinematography. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but it just looks gorgeous. It's so good. So there's some where it's like, this is pretty obvious. I mean, yeah. Arrival looks great. Sure, yeah. Moonlight looks great. Like, there are some that look... It would be so tough for Moonlight to win this, though. That's like a $3 million indie film. Totally. And the fact that it's getting this much buzz should tell you how good it is. Yeah. But I don't know that you can... How can you the go against Dancing La La Against La La Land? the Stars just... and the it's a classic movie, movie musical sort of but done with a modern style. Yeah. Is it Who directed this one? Damien Chazelle. Oh, yeah, right, it's up there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just it's the same guy that did Whiplash. Whiplash, right. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason I I had it in my head that it was Baz Luhrmann because he does really beautiful stuff too, but he it does. was like yeah. but I knew it wasn't. I, right, it was from the guy who did Whiplash and yep. that's another jazz movie, yeah. right? Oh god, I love that movie. It's so hard to watch, but so good. It is very good. Yeah. 
Um, I feel like we're going to be talking about La La Land a few times, so do we really need yeah. to dwell on it for best cinematography? Fine. <laughs> <laughs> best production design. This is the Davy category. Yeah. Just because I'm a designer. And you design productions. You production manage. You literally do this job in theater. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, production design, I've got Passengers. Okay, cool. La La Land? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, I, I think for me... Musical. Damn it. That's, that's all that you is, had to say. That is literally <laughs> where my head was at, basically, in a bunch of these design things, where it's like, no, musical. Well, and that makes sense. Um... I think it's just, in my head, I don't want the same thing to win all the things. And so when Fair. I'm doing my picks, I'm kind of going with my heart and not just my brain. And so I feel like... Think like a Patriots fan. Yeah. You want to win every time. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so if you see the same name there all the time... I'm also a Flames fan. <laughs> well, yeah. That's why you're okay with disappointment. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, God, it hurts. Uh. <laughs> yeah, it, musical. Yeah. That, it's gorgeous. Again, look at the cinematography. Look at the design of it. Yeah. It just, I mean, we've talked about the Passengers trailer, too, and it looks yeah. incredible. It looks like a really, it, to me, again, it was between those two. Although I like seeing Hail Caesar on there because yeah. that was really, really cool. Really cool production and, I design. Mean, it's production designs of 50s sets for yep. the entire film, and it's not one 50 set for... The entire it's a bunch of different fifties sets. Yeah. So it was really cool. Fantastic Beasts looks really neat. Yep. Like all the every movie in production, I might as well say the fifth one, Arrival, also looks great. All of them look really cool. Yep. They really do. It could be any of them. Easily. I went passengers just because I think, you know, it's space and there's some really remarkable looking things that we, we saw oh, in that trailer. That trailer but yeah. I would not be surprised if it was La La Land. And that's essentially where my head is yeah. at. If I was doing this for money or t- for prizes or something, Which I is probably what I do. would have picked differently. Yeah. I would have, obviously, I would put a little bit more research into it than just winging it as well. Yeah. Um, See, I think Passengers loses because that fountain makes no design sense. <laughs> There's no reason for a fountain to be on a ship. The fountain, ha- it just adds weight, Dave. That doesn't make sense. So that's why Passengers is going to lose production design? Yeah. Do you see that fountain? That doesn't make any design sense. I will not vote for that one. <laughs> like, you know, it's a big fist that you make the X with. It's not the first time you've done it that way either. Nope. <laughs> uh, terrific. So, yeah, uh, I'm, yeah. I I totally get what you're looking at, and it could go any way. I just, the buzz of La La Land is huge. Sure. So, yeah. Best costume design. Jackie. Okay, cool. La La Land? Yep. <laughs> it's a musical? It's a musical. It was the only one of the nominees to carry its category at the Costume Guild Awards. <laughs> Jackie lost to a movie that didn't get an Oscar nomination. Oh. And Fantastic Beasts lost to something that also didn't get an Oscar nomination. And they won the Costume Guild's. I still feel like Jackie has a good chance. Jackie was my second pick. Okay. It's just, it's gorgeous period, period costumes. Pieces, right, yeah. But, oh man. Looking at those La La Land dresses and the coordination. It is contemporary costuming, but it is beautifully sure. done. yeah. But I could very easily see Jackie take this. Which yeah. probably means Florence will win. 
but because it's costumes and that's always strange. Yeah. But yeah, I went. I went Lala. Okay. Again. And I mean, and now this one I actually did consider. It's like okay, Lala Land looks great, but Jackie is period, and like yeah. it, so that was there Ac- was a little bit more deliberation on this one. And Academy does like period mm-hmm. over contemporary. Sure. So yeah, like I said, Jackie was my I was okay. one two La La Land Jackie, and I decided this morning based on the Costume Guild Awards, right, for La La Land over Jackie. Well, then so, I don't feel so bad about my no. Pick. I think that's a good pick. Correct. People who are betting on Dave's side. <laughs> Best makeup and hair. Suicide Squad. Ooh, I went Star Trek. Did you? Aliens. Yeah. I just there's something about aliens in this category where I'm like, yeah. I was gonna say it was my second pick. There's three. So <laughs> So that the best foreign film nominee, you didn't think? No, I'm sorry, a man the, called Ove. They do really, really good old person makeups though. Amazing. It's the same people who did the hundred year old man who escaped crawled out of the window and That's, escaped. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, and I mean, this is one of those ones where it's kind of a... It's, it's a toss-up. Toss yeah. Yeah. It could be any of them. I just thought there's some really cool makeup and... Definitely. And hairstyling in, in Suicide Squad, but... Yep. And Star Trek Beyond, Aliens. That's exact. That's the reason yeah. I went that way instead of Suicide Squad, because yeah. it's just... They're designing Aliens. Totally. It's probably going to... That would make It has sense. a good chance. Yeah. So, it was, yeah. Best visual effects... I went Doctor Strange. Oh, interesting. Just based on, again, actually, I've seen two of those five movies. Hey. Um, Just based on the trailer that we saw, it looked so incredible. And there's some really cool visual effects that happen. And, (laughs) like, the world kind of... Folding on itself. Folding on itself and everything like that. So, that one, to me, that was the one that kind of stood out. But... I almost I I had the quotation mark of Rogue One, and then I was like, Ah, no, Doctor Strange. I see that. Yeah. yeah. Is it? Did you go Rogue One? The Jungle Book. Did you? Yeah. Interesting. I think the way that they did the animals was spellbinding. Totally and fascinating. It was. It felt like a. It felt new, which is so rare, especially in visual effects. Yeah. So I'm leaning the Jungle Book. Right. Again. That feels like one that could go anywhere. And sure. Do you notice there's an animated film on there? Because there is. Yeah. Because it's stop motion. <laughs> totally. Which is incredible. It's so cool. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I wouldn't be upset. I mean, I'd be most surprised if it was Deepwater Horizon. Yeah. That one, of the, of all of them, that one seems like the, the biggest black sheep. Like, it just seems like it doesn't necessarily fit. But it is designing an oil rig. And sure. doing the explosions and the leaks yeah. and all of that has to be done through effects. 100%. So, so I get it. It just seems, I mean, when you're comparing it to The Jungle Book, both the animals and the fire at the yeah. end of it. Oh, yeah. And Rogue One with, I mean, everything, everything that's in, in Rogue, Rogue One. One and all the different things that are happening in, in Doctor Strange. It just, it seems like the one that is least fantastical, I guess. Yeah, it is. And so... It's I, realistic visual effects as opposed to fantasy for exactly. the rest. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Jungle Book, hey? Yeah. I don't know what. I just, I feel it. Okay, cool. Song. Okay. <laughs> Uh-oh. I did not go La La Land Kay. because of vote splitting. Okay. So that was, so I went The Empty Chair from Jim the James Foley story. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, because, I mean, I don't know any of these. I mean, and, and like, Trolls is an animated movie, right? Yep, it is. Yeah, and so. That was the Justin Timberlake song. Okay. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. That lost to City of Stars at Golden Globes. I took City of Stars Dang from it. La La Land. <laughs> I just, I saw two from La La Land and thought maybe vote, vote splitting. It could happen, but City of Stars has been so strong okay. in everything. Gotcha. It's kind of the song of La La Land that everyone knows, and it's the big <laughs> musical. Gotcha. So, Which makes sense. And I could also... If there is another one that I could see sneaking in, I'm thinking it's how far I'll go from Moana. Okay. It is Lin-Manuel Miranda. Uh, so that's that would be my second choice, I think. See? And I mean, this is a tradition that I don't do any research. Yeah, it is. Which is you why... You could. You I, easily could. Yeah, but it's fun not to. Because then I, I all, these, all these revelations while we were recording is like, oh. It's, it's fun. That was the guy who did... Hamilton. Yeah, he he wrote the music for Moana. Neat. That was probably my last pick, but uh, that's good to know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Ah, oh, crap. Yeah, hey, whatever. It happens. <laughs> now, uh, I will be very disappointed in you mm-hmm. if you don't at least share the same thing with me on this one, because oh, I feel like this one should be kind of a gimme considering the category, and that's best original score. You went La La Land, didn't you? For an original musical that's yeah, nominated the... for all the things? Yeah. Didn't think about that. I just... Because it's a score for a musical. <coughs> so you don't think it's going to be Lion, then? It could be. <laughs> well, yeah, because it's nominated, but... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, has, it has a better chance than any other movie... That was released last year, except for Jackie, Moonlight, and Passengers. Yeah, exactly. But it's probably going to be La La Land. I feel like it should be. It makes the most amount of sense. But maybe everybody's wrong, right? Maybe the fact that it had 14 nominations was just an anomaly, and it'll win none of them. Like Gangs of New York. Gangs of New York was nominated for 11 and won zero, right? Zero? Zero. It did not win an Oscar. So it's possible. But... Not probable. Well, the reason that it didn't win any Oscars is because Chicago won eight, nine. Oh, (laughs) a musical. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) About show business. I'm feeling really good about this right now. I I sincerely hope that you ace all of them in (laughs) I'm wrong. Because that would be amazing. I know it can't... We would get some from our crossover. Yeah. But I think that would be great. One day it will happen. I don't know why I didn't think about that. I wasn't thinking, like, I don't know. I I can't even justify my answer. Hmm. I just was ready to come over here and was like, well, uh, mm, Lion, sure, why not? Yeah. Again, it could. It has a very good score. Mm -hmm. That's fine. But it's just not La La Land. Anyway. It sure isn't. Best editing. Arrival. Cool. You already know what I took. You know why? Because it's a musical. Sure. What does... It's film editing to construct the story, which is difficult in a musical. Sure, okay. So you have to take take by take by take and make sure that they blend. Right. And in a musical, that, I feel, is more difficult than it is in a speaking piece. Sure, that, that makes sense. So it's like a combination of piecing it together in continuity and yep. yeah yeah that makes sense but again, I wasn't thinking about it in that sense I was thinking about it in like 
I guess, effects and everything coming together at once. I, I mean, Hacksaw Ridge seems like it'd be a really hard one to edit, too. Yeah, it would be. So It definitely would be. It makes sense why all these ones on here are Any not of them could editing. win. Yeah. Again, I don't <laughs> trust that I am going to be right. No, I'm not. But, I mean, a lot of your logic makes more sense than my random selections. Sure. Yeah. I think Arrival could win. It's very well put together. Yeah. So. Well, and ultimately, I'm not stressed about it. No. If I lose, I'll be like, ah, nothing is new. <laughs> okay. Best adapted screenplay. Fences. All right. You? La La Land isn't on here, so it can't be La La Land. <laughs> no, but it can be Moonlight. Damn it. I took Moonlight. Okay. I think if Moonlight wasn't there, Fences would probably be a shoe-in. Right. Or I think Fences and Arrival would fight for it if it wasn't for Moonlight. Oh, And I think okay. this, spoilers to the end, which is probably pretty obvious where I went for Best Picture, but I think, and we've talked about this before, this is where Moonlight gets its bag. This is where Moonlight gets its love. Is adapted screenplay because it's going to lose to La La Land. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And that does happen sometimes where you get... It definitely does. This yeah. is a great film. We want to honor it. Barry Jenkins wrote and directed. Mm-hmm. So, and I guess even more spoilers, I don't have him winning Best Director. But him being able to win Best Screenplay is... We want to acknowledge the fact that this is an amazing film, but... But you're in a year against La La Land, which is just... Destroying a yeah. lot. <clears throat> in theory. Sure. That makes sense. Again, everything is my opinion. Yeah. So. I like how you just keep quantifying that. And so, like, at some point, someone's going to be like, uh, I had this as hard fact, not as <laughs> your opinion. You didn't say it was your opinion, so I took it to mean that you were sure about this. Yeah. I lost. I lost my house. <laughs> um, What are you doing betting your house listening to us? Yeah, on the Oscars. Although if there's anything for predictions that we're better at than anything else, it's probably the Oscars. And by we, you mean you. Yeah. 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 Although football, we were pretty close. I was going to say, like, football, we were okay. Don't bet the bank on us on football. No. Somebody took the Bengals. (laughs) Damn it. Uh... Anyway, rather than dwelling on our Bengal love, (laughs) best original screenplay. Best original. The Lobster. Okay. That sounds like a day of hope. It was. Yeah. That one, I just like the movie so much. That's fair. La La Land? Manchester by the Sea. Really? Yep. Okay. Why? Again, I think La La Land is getting a lot of things. I don't, I never feel that screenplay for musicals is as strong as everything else. Sure. And Because I, it's... One of the reasons why the musical is so good is because you got the score, you've got the costumes, you've got the the cinematography, you've got everything coming together to make an incredible movie. But the story, like, musicals are great, but the story sometimes is not... It's not as important as every other piece. As integral, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Also, Manchester by the Sea, horrible sadness. Like, endless crushing sadness. Have you seen it yet? No, I haven't. I've heard from a lot of people that it's just gutting. So... And I feel, I don't know, I just, I feel like that might be one where they go a different direction. Just because it is a good place to, and it's not a great place to honor a musical, is in screenplay. That said, it could easily go La La Land. 
Yeah, no, that makes sense. And I think, I don't know, La La Land never, had, I mean, obviously for score it should have, and I, I probably should have thought about that. And and there's a couple of others on here that we've talked about where I'm like, oh yeah, that makes that makes yeah. perfect sense. But this one, it never really entered into the equation because of that. Like, I could see it happening. I could. Sure. But I just feel like this is a place where they can go another direction. Yeah. Well, that'd be cool. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Best foreign film. This is widely considered a two-horse race. Is it? Yes. Is a man called Ove one of them? No. Damn it. But it could easily win. Again, foreign <laughs> film is just crazy. It's, yeah. But it is widely considered to be a two-horse race in betting circles. Okay. <laughs> Between Tony Erdman, the okay. German film, yeah. and my selection, The Salesman from Iran. Okay. They are two brilliant films. Tony Erdman is a three-hour German comedy. Really? Yes. That seems redundant. Or no, wait. Oxymoron? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, redundant. We are a hilarious people. <laughs> uh, okay. And, and it's and then The Salesman we talked about in our movie preview. That's the one, Death of the Salesman, surrounding right. the right. relationship tearing apart because of, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think the salesman could pull it off, but I don't know. Tony Erdman could very easily win as well. Okay. I and just... at the same time, it could be A Man Called Ove. It could be Land of Mine from Denmark as a World War II film. Like, it could easily, any <coughs> of them could win. But I just feel salesman. Cool. For whatever reason. It's it's a crapshoot, man. Like Political statement yeah. is largely why I think they might give it to someone from Iran. That makes sense. Yeah. So in this day, considering all the things that have happened within the last four or five months, and the fact that he's already said he's not coming, the guy who made it, really, yeah, he wouldn't get in, depending on how things go. So why bother? Yeah, hmm. classic. So Great. that's there's my reasoning. That makes sense. But there is no son of Saul this year. There was no. Because remember last year when I wrote an article in December, being like, "And here's your best foreign film winner." Yeah. And it did, yeah. and it won everything. It even won the BAFTA this year because of its release window. Oh, really? The BAFTAs had to nominate it this year, and it <laughs> obviously won because it's Son of Saul, which is available on Netflix. So if anyone wants to see it and be horribly depressed, watch it. Cool. I guess. Who loves Holocaust movies? <laughs> All right, now we're getting to the meaty ones. Not that the other ones weren't good, but... Best documentary? I meant after this one. OJ. Yeah, me too. My only concern with OJ, Made in America, is the fact that it's eight hours long. Oh, interesting. So if the Academy has a problem with the fact that it is more formatted as a miniseries than it is as a film, I could easily see uh, Ava DuVernay's The 13th win. Very easily. Okay. That would be my... Those are my one, two. And I Am Not Your Negro is probably three. That was going to be my second one, but... um, So is OJ... It won the Golden Globe, right? Yeah, it did. That's... I think that was one of the only ones I won. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay, that makes sense. But, yeah, I feel like OJ's going to win, but... If the enough Academy members are like, it's eight hours long, this isn't really a movie, but they nominated it, so there's that toss-up. It depends on... Sure. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Huh. All right. Well, we'll see how it goes. I mean... <laughs> Learning things every category. That's why people listen to the Oscars podcast from the guys from... It's the education. <laughs> oh, yes. 
Supporting, supporting, actress, actor, director, picture? Yeah. Okay. So, supporting actress? Michelle Williams, Manchester by the Sea. Viola Davis, Fences. Yeah, that was my second pick. Yeah. Viola Davis has already won the Golden Globe. Yeah. And the SAG. And a lot of other stuff. Perfect. I felt pretty good about it. I think Viola Davis is going to win. It'll be awesome for her to win. Yeah. So. I agree. And it was it was a toss-up between that one. I just, I guess because I hadn't picked Manchester by the Sea yet. And I feel like it's got to win something. I just, and the, the supporting, like, actress, the best performer awards, the four of them, yep. are such a crapshoot. Because sometimes it can be for the best picture. But sometimes it's like. A movie that doesn't win anything else, but the perform one, but the performance, one performance is so stands out. Yeah, so that happens a lot. Yeah, so it's just kind of like uh, this one. No, and I, I think Michelle Williams is a good solid pick. No, probably second for me okay. actually. Okay, so well, and I don't feel so bad. Yeah, I already said my best supporting actor, Mahershala Ali. From oh Mumbai. right, right. I picked Dev Patel for Lion. Okay, cool. Um. I took Maharshala Ali at the Golden Globes too, and he was upset. <clears throat> was he? Yeah, by some guy who wasn't nominated for this. Okay, so I mean, I was. I love Jeff Bridges, obviously. Yep. And I mean, the Boardwalk Empire, Elvis versus Nixon, fan of me liked that Michael Shannon was nominated, but yep. I don't see it happening. It could, it, but it could. Like That's the problem, exactly. And it'd be cool if either one of them won. That would be amazing. But who's to say? Yeah. I just, again, giving Moonlight a couple. And Ali is amazing. Amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Well, I hope for that guy. For Deb Patel? No. Well, I mean, well, yes. No, that's who I'm cheering for. (laughs) I'm going to forget. I'll be like, Marshall Ali. I'll be like, yeah, I got it. Sean will text me be like, "Uh, I was right. Oh. Never mind. <laughs> Dave just goes and cries into his pillow. I'll have to find a gift that I can send every time <laughs> I get one. It's going to be the Peyton thumbs up, isn't it? It might be. Yeah, I figured. Or the fist pump. I really like the, the look over to the camera fist pump. <laughs> oh, that's what I was thinking because he's in the car there, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking. I forgot it was a fist pump. Not a... Clearly, it's been a while since you've sent it to me. Well, I haven't had a lot of things to celebrate. That's fair. Like the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> Take oh, that, Dave, God. and yeah. you're not doing any research. <laughs> Best actress. Uh, apparently, Ruth Nega for Loving. Sure. Okay. Uh, I wanted Natalie because I love Natalie. Yeah. Um, But I just, I had no idea. Well, you could have just taken Natalie Portman if you wanted. I suppose. Who'd you pick? Emma Stone? Yeah. Yeah. She's the heart of La La Land. Is she? Yes. Well, and it's and time. Like, she's been nominated a few times for some great performances. Well, it's it's pretty remarkable. You think about, like, she was in, um, like, Easy A and, and mm-hmm. Super Bad, and you think about all these kind of, like, teen comedies or, like, sure. young people comedies that she's in, and you don't really realize just how tremendously talented she is. But even in Easy A, she's really good. Sure. Really good in that. She's you really can good see at it. Like, everything. Yeah. So it's about time that if she wins, I mean, really, I have nothing against Meryl, but she's won enough. Yeah, and I just, I don't know that Florence Foster Jenkins is her best. Sure. So 
So if anybody else... I said that about Iron Lady, too, when she beat Viola Davis, so... Because I took Viola Davis that year. That's right. I remember that. (laughs) So it it could be anybody, but if it's Natalie, I'll be elated, because... She was my first love, basically. Sure. Uh, and Emma Stone. Fox. Maid Marian. Oh, yeah, right. Sorry. <laughs> Whoa. My bad. My bad. See, this is why we have to do that as a podcast. Totally. To straighten these things out. <laughs> but Emma Stone, I think she's tremendously talented. I think she's amazing. Like, yeah. Yeah, she's great. Um, so if she wins it, I will be so happy for her. I could see Isabel Huppert. Sneaking through yeah. as well. Yeah, it's revenge for rape film from Oof. France called L. She won the Golden Globe. She's it's she's been fighting. It's just they've always been separate, right? There's because there's drama and comedy, totally, or comedy musical, musical I should say. Yeah. So it's just I feel like Emma Stone could win, but Hopper very easily could. Yeah, anybody could. Totally. Like we keep saying for every category, but. La La Land. Yep, that's fair. Actor. Denzel. Yes. I mean, I love Gosling. I think he's great. I think Andrew Garfield, like all, every actor in this best well, actor category a, is tremendous. It's being suggested that it's between Denzel and Casey Affleck for really? Manchester because he's been, they've been winning most of the awards. Right. Outside of this. I just, I wonder if the sexual assault stuff catches up to Casey Affleck it's not a good look. No. Um, there's some problems with that. Also, he's playing a sad guy with a Boston accent whose brother is more popular and, f- like, important than he is. Yeah, he's basically... He's playing, playing sad himself. Casey Affleck. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I'm really excited to see it. Yeah, but sure. But I'm less excited to see it because of all the allegations that have come out since and like and it really was that golden globe win that everyone's like hey by the way remember this and this and this and i know people who have worked with him when he was here doing me too um laurel uh, not laurel and hardy what's the the, <laughs> the, the explorer one that's lewis, H- lewis and clark yeah. yeah the like when he was here working on that and it was just like oh yeah it was there are not good things said about him so so that so I'm cheering for Denzel, and yeah. Denzel's also been winning some stuff, and it's for all the same reasons when we pre- previewed the Golden Globes. Yeah. It's a play. He directed it. Mm-hmm. He adapted it. Plays the father figure. There's more range. Yeah. It's Denzel, who's awesome. I also wouldn't mind it if Ryan Gosling won, but no. at a certain point I was like, I don't know if I want to break the record for most Oscars for La La Land. <laughs> I don't know that they're going to. No. And it's Denzel and Fences, and it's it's. I liked him in Training Day. I don't think he deserved the Oscar in Training Day because I think it, it felt like to me he they were making up for him getting slighted elsewhere. I don't know what else was in that year. That's I the can't only thing. Remember. But I don't it know just if there was another. But pal, that was, like, was that also the year that Halle Berry won for Monster? Monsters Ball. Monsters Ball. I think so. That Monster was, was Charlize Theron. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't remember. I think notwithstanding, it, might be. it just. It seemed like they were making up for them not giving him an Oscar at a, at a different point. This one, it seems like he's more deserving. Sure. Like, Training Day was cool, but he just played like a thug cop. Pretty much. In my opinion. Whereas this one, like, it's there's a little bit more meat to this character. Yeah, so, there definitely is. Anyway, I'm looking forward to seeing... But who knows? Yeah. <laughs> it could go anyway. Director. 
Damien Chazelle. Yep. Yeah. Barry Jenkins, maybe from Moonlight. I can see it going that way too. Yeah. Uh, but I just there was or th- cheering for the Canadian because the Canadian is awesome. Dennis Villeneuve. Of course, that's the Canadian day. Mel Gibson. <laughs> He's Canadian, right? Yeah. I mean, it would be very cool. I just when it came down to it, when I was picking category, when I was picking, there were some where I was like, okay, obviously I want the Lobster to win because I love the Lobster. Yeah. Best picture, best director, you have to go with your brain. And it logically, it makes the most amount of sense for La La Land to win for best director. Yeah. And, and hey, <laughs> also best picture. So. Yeah. One, two. I don't know that there mm-hmm. makes. Is there anything on that list that. Moonlight, basically. Yeah. Moonlight feels like its biggest competition. There could be a major upset, but. I don't know. This has been such a a pole to pole front runner. Yeah. But last year we talked about it how even when we were doing our predictions early on, like Spotlight was the early favorite. Spotlight, Spotlight, Spotlight. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the Revenant got a whole bunch of love. Mm-hmm. But what ended up winning? Spotlight. Yeah. So there was still more of a toss up, whereas this year I've never felt Arrival, Fences, Hacksaw Ridge, Hell or High Water, Hidden Figures, Lion, Manchester by the Scene, Moonlight. Some great films in there. Moonlight, Indie Darling, great film. But nothing has really been pushing the same way that no, La you're La not La hearing the buzz about like you weren't hearing the buzz about Teller High Water. Did you even know that it existed before the award nominations? Not really. Yeah. Whereas La La Land has just been like boom. As this soon is as it what showed we're up. talking about. Yeah. This is the one that we're basically expecting to win everything. Yeah. Yeah. So seven. We have seven crossovers. Seven crossovers. Seven of twenty-four. Yeah, that's not bad. It's almost a third. Yeah, it's not, not horrible. Bad. Well, you knew where I was going. Best picture, best director. Totally. The shorts are impressive. I know two of three. <laughs> that's uh, pretty remarkable. If I'm right all the way through, I have La La Land winning ten. Okay. That would tie it for second with West Side Story. Wow. Titanic's number one? Tied with Ben-Hur and Return of the King. Oh, okay. With 11. Okay. If I am wrong on a couple and they go to La La Land, they could tie or win. Wow. 13 nominations, right? 14. 14. <laughs> wow. They they could, because I skipped a couple, right? They could win sound mm-hmm. editing. Mm-hmm. They could win screenplay. That's two more. If all of mine are right and those two, this is the film to win the most Academy wow, Awards of all crazy. time. crazy. Yeah. It's just, it, every year, it's just, you have no idea. Nope. But, I think 10. Tying it to be the best musical, as far as the Oscars are concerned, of all time? Sure. Well, what are, you, are we counting Ben-Hur? The great musical that is Ben-Hur? <laughs> I mean, they do have that song about charioting. Yeah. Isn't that the title? Charioting. I want to go with charioting. <laughs> yeah. I'd watch that. <laughs> Don't say that. I will find a Ben Hur musical. <laughs> ah, crap. There you go, Dave. It's three hours long. <sighs> hey, it's shorter than Ben Hur. <laughs> that's fair. Well, I guess that's it. You, Mr. and Miss Internet, are the lifeblood of our podcast, and we want to answer your questions or just have a good old chat. Do you want to talk to us on Twitter? I can be found at David Ron. That's Ron with two N's. Sean is at Sean Cord. That's Sean with a U. And we are at Guys from Podcast. 
Email guysfrompodcast at gmail.com. Facebook us at the guys from Or get yourself into the stunt world, get really famous doing all your own stunts, and then have a career that spans a 30-year period gaining international notoriety. Then win a Lifetime Achievement Award at the Oscars because Lord knows you won't win an award as a stunter. When you win that Lifetime Award, use your platform to give us a shout-out and, in front of all your peers, ask us a question. You know we'll be watching the awards, so how could we not answer your question? It's a long game, but I'm in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll be doing this in 30 years, right? I would imagine. (laughs) Hi, welcome to the Guys From Podcast, episode 4,606. (laughs) I'm the ghost of Sean Courtney. (laughs) And I'm Dave Smith's son. (laughs) Dave Smith? Yeah. (laughs) If you enjoy our rambling like this, tell anyone you can, any way you can. And the best way you can help us spread the word is by leaving us a rating and a review on iTunes, as basically all the other podcatchers use that metric to make their rankings. We are available pretty much everywhere podcasts are found, including the Blueberry app, Player FM, Podbean, Stitcher, Zune. Uh huh. Alright. Hey, Dave, is there anything you wanted to plug? Completely unrelated to cross- er, crosswords. Spoiler alert! Completely unrelated to the Oscars, I'm back on a crossword train. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) I go through phases where I do or don't do them. We just did a couple the other night when we were working stupid late at the casino. Okay. Uh, I did another one this afternoon while I was killing time at work. And uh, I just forget how good they are. Yeah. So if you happen to find a crossword that's not the New York Times crossword, or try Mm. that if you want... Give it a shot. It's surprisingly satisfying when you actually complete one. English or North American? Oh, North American, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Today's was like a Canada theme one, and I didn't do very good. I did get the Neil Young Crazy Horse category or question. Category. <sighs> Down was all about Neil Young. <laughs> that really helped. That would be amazing. <laughs> <clears throat> Neil Young crossword. Sean? On our website, www.theguysfrom.com, aside from hosting this golden podcast, we also write articles on things like music. That's indie music every single day, throwback tracks every Thursday. We talk about movies, obviously. The Simpsons, gaming, you name it, we will probably cover it. Wow, where can I find all that again? www.theguysfrom.com. Oh, yeah. Head to iHorror.com for all of your horror news, interview, and review needs. And Dave brought these Easter jubjubs by McCormick's and they're delicious. You they're guys should so good. You guys should get some jubjubs. When was the last? Get some for your Oscar party. There you go. Jubjubs. Special. God. It's off the rails, you guys. It's off the rails. Special thanks to the Sweets for our terrific opening music. Check out their website at www.wearethesweets.com. Uh, special thanks to Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com for our takeout music uh, called Fearless First, as well as our advertising music called Garden Music. Also, I just learned that the Left Behinds have decided to end their tenure as a band. Oh. Yeah. Not for any ill will or anything. They just decided it was time. So best of luck to them in their future endeavors. Yeah. That's sad, but not sad at the same time. Yeah, exactly. They're not breaking up because of... They're infighting just, or anything. They, yeah. They're still really close friends. It's just like Greg's gone on to do a solo thing. Catherine's doing a solo thing. Ryan's playing in a duo. Like, they just... It was time. Other projects. So, thanks to them for giving us one of their songs for all those podcasts. And good luck to all them in their future things. Cool. Mm-hmm. 
This has been episode 156 of the Guys From Podcast, the Academy Podcast. Thanks for listening. Once again, I'm Sean. And I'm Dave. Have a great week, everybody. The Guys From Podcast is brought to you in part by telling you that we're not sure what's going to happen. Telling you we're not sure what's going to happen. We did it pretty much every category. You're welcome. We decided to go through every Best Picture winner and say whether or not we've seen it, yep. just to see how many we've won. I'm looking on the Wikipedia site, to, just because it's got the list, but it's also got a list of all the Academy Awards, including the length of the ceremony. Ooh. The length of the first Academy Awards was 15 minutes. Well, yeah, there were five awards? Yeah. The length of the second Academy Awards was one hour, 50 minutes. They jumped up a bit. Yeah. <laughs> and then it... Two hours 13, two hours three, one hour 52, one hour 51. Then it kind of hovers around that hour 45. Well, because they weren't televised. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just like you go from 15 minutes to one hour 50 minutes. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to say the year every time because it doesn't really matter, does it? What? 1929, Wings. So that's the first one? Yep. No. Dave has not seen Wings. 1930, The Broadway Melody. Yep. No. Good start. 1930, All Quiet on the Western Front. Yep. I don't know why there's two 1930s, but uh, yes, I have seen that one. Dave is on the board. Sweet. 1931, Cimarron. No, but I have it recorded on my PBR. Nice. 1932, Grand Hotel. Yep. No. 1934, Cavalcade. No, actually. Oh, okay. Okay. 1935, It Happened One Night. Are you just going to tell me when you've seen stuff? Yeah. Okay. I, I have seen it happen one night. Okay. Like, we're in the, we're in the I, 30s. I It'll like, be a while. I yet. feel like if you haven't seen it, neither have I. <laughs> well, I've seen Cat. That would be the best moment in this podcast, though, <laughs> where you're just like, I've seen Cavalcade, knock the <laughs> microphone off, and just leave. Um, I haven't seen it happen one night. Okay. Uh, 1936, Mute Me on the Bounty. Yep. No, but it's on my PBR. That's a good start. Yeah. Uh, 1937, The Great Siegfried, Siegfeld. Siegfeld. I have it on my PVR, but I haven't had a chance yet because it's three hours long. Okay. Uh, also, no. <clears throat> <laughs> really? I know. Shocking. It's a three-hour story of a Broadway music man and his two wives. Sweet. So, yeah. 1938, The Life of Emile Zola. No. No. Uh, Trying, but it never seems to be on. So. Stupid TCM. Yeah. 1939, You Can't Take It With You. Yep. You sound really happy about that one. It's a movie. Okay. 1940, Gone with the Wind. Yep. 1941, Rebecca. <laughs> yep. 1942, How Green Was My Valley. You're welcome. Yes, two. 
1943, Mrs. Miniver. Yep. No, but it's on my PVR. You're welcome. <laughs> You'll like that one. Yeah. I think, and I wrote a Better Late Than Never on the on I the website that. for people to check out as well. I do recommend that one. Cool. 1944, Casablanca. Uh-huh. Does half count? No. Okay. I. Which half? First. Oh, then you don't know what happens. <laughs> Wasn't there a war in that movie? <laughs> All right, that's enough out of you. <laughs> 1945, Going My Way? No. No? No. No, you're not going my way? No, I'm not, and I haven't seen it either. Awkward. 1946, The Lost Weekend? It's on my PVR. Okay. 1947, The Best Years of Our Lives? Yes. No. Also wrote a... When I used to write for examiner.com, I wrote a... Oh. Basically a, an early oh. better late than never there. Nice. Okay. Uh, 1948, Gentleman's Agreement? No. Okay. Trying. Another one of those ones? Yep. 1949, Hamlet. Yeah. Is that Larry Olivier? Yeah. I think that one's on my PVR. Okay. I can't remember. 1950, All the King's Men. Yeah, yeah. That's a southern politics movie. Yep. Okay. 1951, All About Eve. Yep. Uh, 16. To my two. <clears throat> 1952, An American in Paris. Yep. Is that... Um... Gene Kelly? Gene Kelly. Yeah. Right. I was going to say Fred Astaire, but I'm like, no, it's the other guy who danced. The guy from Singing in the Rain, right? Yes. Gene Kelly was in Singing in the Rain? Yep. Okay. 1953, The Greatest Show on Earth. No. Really? That's a tough one. Okay. Uh, 1954, From Here to Eternity. Of course. Mm-hmm. 1955, On the Waterfront. Yep. I've seen it, but I didn't... I think my roommates were home, so it was really hard to pay attention. So I I don't count it because I, I can't talk about it. Okay. But I have seen it. Like, I PVR'd it and watched it, but it just, it was kind of out of the background. Do you want a pity check? No, or? I'm good. Okay. No, this, I, I want it to be honest. Okay. <laughs> There's one thing the guy's room is known for. It's honesty. Totally. 1956, Marty. A uh, note, but I have it on my PVR. Okay. It's an Ernest Borgnine film. Oh, really? Sounds quite nice. Interesting. 1957, Around the World in 80 Days. Yep. Okay. 1958, The Bridge on the River Kwai. Yay. Dave. <laughs> 1959, Gigi. No. Okay. 1960, Ben-Hur. Yep. It's on my PVR. Really? It's got to be like half of your PVR. <laughs> Between that and uh, uh, Lawrence of Arabia. Oof. That's a day. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh, 1961, The Apartment. Yes. Yes. You like that one? Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, it's a great film. Yeah. 1962, West Side Story. Yep. <laughs> 1963, Lawrence of Arabia. Speaking of which... I've seen the first hour. That's almost half. (laughs) Is he in Arabia yet? Yeah. Okay, good. (laughs) Yeah, he was drinking from water from the well when he went with the other guy who got shot. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. You know exactly what I'm talking about. I do. 1964, Tom Jones. No, but I am getting it in this 31 Days of Oscar. I have it set to PBR. Okay. Okay. 1965, My Fair Lady. Of course... I'm a musical guy, so sure. yeah. 1966, The Sound of Music. I wish I hadn't, but yeah. <laughs> you can check me for that one, too. Hey, they got five. Yeah! What year is it? 1966. Okay. <laughs> God. <laughs> 1967, Man for All Seasons. Yes. 1968, In the Heat of the Night. Yes. We're getting into where I get good. Yeah, 1969, <laughs> Oliver! Yes. You've seen it too? No. It really? just has an exclamation mark on it. It sure does, because it's the musical Oliver. I know. 
1970, Midnight Cowboys. Yep. Yes. Hey. 1971, Patton. I know you've seen that. I have. You know I've seen that. I do. 1972, The French Connection. Sure did. 1973, The Godfather. That was a no for you on French Connection? Okay. You've seen The Godfather, though? I have. Awesome. Me too. 1974, The Sting. Uh, Dave? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm unfamiliar with this one. Tell me about it. Uh, Essentially, it's about uh, Michael Caine trying to keep a swarm of killer bees from... Oh, no, wait, sorry, that's the swarm. (laughs) Oh, I haven't seen this one either. Uh, (laughs) I've actually seen that movie with the killer bees in Houston. Uh, 1975, The Godfather Part 2. Yes. Uh, Not all of it, so it doesn't count. Okay. Yeah. Uh, God. 1976, Cuckoo's Nest. Yes. Yes. Dave's to 10. 1977, Rocky. Yes. Yes. 1978, Annie Hall. Yes. Yes. 1979, The Deer Hunter. Yep. Yes. 1980, Kramer vs. Kramer. Yep. Yes. 1981, Ordinary... Damn it, I was doing so well there. Ordinary People. Yep. 1982, Chariots of Fire. Yep. 1983, Gandhi. Yep. 1984, Terms of Endearment. Yep. 1985, Amadeus. Yep. Yes. Hey, there we go. 1986, Out of Africa. I'm missing that one. Really? It's on Netflix. And I... (laughs) It's three hours long, and the story doesn't really interest me. The only reason I will see it is to see this one. You've got such a consecutive streak there. Especially considering I'm not going to miss one from this point forward. Yeah. Yeah. Just close that gap, dude. I... It's three hours, and it's a love story with Meryl Streep and Robert Redford in Africa. I I have to be in the mood for it. I'm watching this one before you. That's my goal is to watch Out of Africa before you. I'm going to hate it, but I'm going to do it. 1987, Platoon. Yeah, you can put me down there, too. Great. Me, too. Uh, 1988, The Last Emperor. Yep. 1989, Rain Man. Yep. That's a yes for me, too. Awesome. 1990, Driving Miss Daisy. Uh huh. 1991, damn it, Dances with Wolves. I haven't seen it. Really? No. I went seems to a, weird to me. I know. I went to a hockey game when my like with my dad when my mom and my sister went to Dances with Wolves. Yeah. And I've just never. God, we watched it in high school. Yeah. Yeah. Just, weird. Yeah. I don't like it, but I've seen <laughs> That's it. Fair. Uh, I've definitely seen Silence of the Lambs yeah. because it's the Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, and me too. 93, Unforgiven. Yep. Yep. 94, Schindler's List. Yep. No. Really? No. Hmm. 95, Forrest Gump. Of course. Uh, yeah, obviously. Okay. 96. <laughs> I thought that about Schindler's List for you, too. <laughs> I think that's on Netflix. Is it? I think so. I think I have the double cassette somewhere. Somebody lent it to me. Oh, I man. I never gave it back to him. Yeah. I remember that. My parents had it. That's how I saw it. <laughs> 96, Braveheart. Of course. Yep. 97, The English Patient. Yep. Yep. <sighs> 98, Titanic. <laughs> yeah. You've right? seen it, too, yeah, right? Of course yeah. I have. Billy Zane is so good in it. He is so good in it. Uh, 1999, Shakespeare in Love. Yeah. <laughs> no. I avoided that one. Uh, 2000, American Beauty. Yeah. No, actually. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Um, Not for lack of wanting to, just, yeah, again. Yeah, it's on TV a lot. Yeah, I think I, I might have it on my PVR. Yeah. Uh, 2001, Gladiator. Of course. Yep. 2002, A Beautiful Mind. Yeah. No. Really? No. Nope. I can lend you that one when you ever get Outlander back to me. <laughs> okay, great. 2003, Chicago. Yeah. Chicago. Yeah, right? I've seen it, too. Okay. Uh, 2004, Return of the King, obviously. Of course. 2005, Million Dollar Baby. Yep. I have not. Okay. 2006, Crash. Yep. Yep. Cool. 2007, The Departed. <laughs> obviously. Yep. Scorsese finally won one. Woo! Uh, 2000, oh, that, that, 
Ellen hosted it three hours and 51 minutes. Oof. Yeah. Uh, 2008, No Country for Old Men. Of course. Yes. Coen Brothers. Yeah, right? 2009, Slumdog. Yeah. No. It's really good. Yeah, I've heard. 2010, The Hurt Locker. Yep. Yes. 2011, The King's Speech. Yep. Yes. 2012, The Artist. Yeah. Yes. I own that. 2013, Argo. Yep. Yes. Okay. Sorry. 2014, 12 Years Displayed. Slave. I don't even know what that was. I'm not sure either. I have seen it. Perfect. I haven't. Okay. On Netflix. Okay. 2015, Birdman. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think you saw it before I did, actually. I did, yeah. Yeah. And 2016, Spotlight, which I have yet to see. So, our final total. Dave's seen 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. You have seen 34 out of how many total? 89? Something like that. I think... Give me a second to pull that back up. Uh, 89th Academy Awards is this year, so... So 88. <coughs> so you've seen 34 of 88? That's not bad. No. I've seen 76 of 88. Wow. You're missing 12. Yeah, and I have half of the ones I'm missing on my PVR. That's impressive. Well, there you go, guys. Tell us how many you've seen. Yeah, do it. Twitter, at John Cord, at David Ron. At guys from blank. Yeah. What? Guys from podcast. That's the one. Stupid out of Africa. <laughs>